1: This episode brought to you by Bluehost Hosting. It's what we use. $4.95 a month will get you unlimited space, unlimited domains, unlimited bandwidth. Visit thatstoryshow.com slash Bluehost to find out that they actually want to charge you closer to $10 a month. So there. Hey, this is Flash Jervis, and whenever I get a focus shiver, I'm listening to That Story Show. This is That Story Show, the show that shares funny life stories from all over the world, especially America. This is episode 235, brought to you the week of November 18th, 2014. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and with me, as always, is John Steinclobber. Welcome to the show, John. Hey,
2: James. Thank you for welcoming me back.
1: No problem, dude. And thanks for using your your real voice. I think that's the first time that you've ever done that.
2: I was actually at the end of a yawn and so i couldn't <laughs> use a real voice i mean it. a fake voice
1: I couldn't do it uh also with us joining us uh very special tonight uh from uh all the way from our other podcast called movie beatdown it's uh it's christian sudreth hey dude
3: yeah hello
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was actually me again sorry go ahead christian
1: in uh in soviet russia the uh, the yawns. Something funny. All right. Okay,
3: uh, I don't know if you know this, James, but every time you ask for a voicemail, I submit one in that voice. No. I don't know if you've heard any of them.
1: <laughs> really? I've heard an yeah. intro. There's there's an intro that was done that way that I noticed.
3: Yeah, with a uh, character named Enid Coleslaw. Oh, no, I haven't, <laughs>
1: I haven't heard that guy. I don't think. Oh, well,
3: it's a girl, but oh, you'll hear her later soon. <laughs>
4: oh
1: now i want to look it up i want to do something uncharacteristic of me and actually interrupt the show and and look it up let's see intros i can't coleslaw
2: Mm -hmm. so you imitate a girl
1: i'm in the wrong podcast i'm looking up nl cast dude why to do that
2: what is nl cast russian here it It is Sounds nobody's listening
4: listening. oh
3: yes hello my name is Enid
1: Kosla, and you are listening to that story show listen up be very quiet so now we know the truth no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i had to laugh extra long to make it seem like that dun 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 I call it an irishman
2: so named phil mccracken sometimes
1: really hello my name
2: is phil mccracken
1: is my no. whole show a lie?
3: No. <laughs> you really have I like six John. What's your
1: real name? <laughs> I've known you since high school.
3: Uh. Anyway,
1: Phil McCracken. Phil McCracken. It's hey, one of those book jokes. Um, let's do some backstory real quick before we get too carried away. Backstories where we share something funny from the last few weeks or so. Um, and since we didn't do a show last week, I'm going to use my last week one. Um, okay. I and mean, it's not really funny. It's just something that is disturbing to me. And every now and then I get to skip the the funny and go for the disturbing. And I've been at my daughter's softball games lately. And anyone that knows me knows that I love my kids and hate their sports. Okay. I hate being there. I hate sitting on bleachers. I, I hate the way they pitch to the children And I'm sure the men that do the women, the girls softball are great, but they just feel like they're, they've got other reasons for, for doing that. You know, (laughs) like maybe off, like they want to go out with one of the girls on the team or something like that. It's probably just that they have a grandchild and, and they wanted a boy and didn't have one. So, but anyway, whatever reason it is, you know, dysfunctional reason that they're there, (laughs) I, uh, I wish they would cure it. So there would be no coaches so that my daughter would say, hey, I want to play softball. And we would say, oh, you know, we'd love for you to. But there's just nobody to do it at all. You should do something like darn some socks or something womanly. Darn socks. All right. Anyway. cook. So now that I've offended all the females, I will say the real thing, though, that, that just brings it over the top for me is the, the bleachers. Bleachers, I don't know who invented them. It was obviously someone – who like to sit and not necessarily someone who like to climb or descend bleachers um i am a person of some heft to to put it kindly and and nowadays when i walk down bleachers i every step is a step of faith every one of them i just think one of these days either the the thing's going to give or i'm going to miss and i've always been this way even with in churches or Um, concerts when I was way up in the nosebleed section, you know, I feel like there is gravity pulling me over the edge. I don't know if you get that, but I kind of have a fear (laughs) of heights and I, I've literally had to sit down and scoop my butt down steps. If it's steep enough, it's just really scary. But none of that is as bad as the other day when I was sitting on the bottom step because I didn't want to be up there. I didn't want to fall through. My sister actually fell through one one time. Had some dental work done Ooh. as a result. Yeah. Fell right through one at a, at a ball game. She was in the band. So I'm sitting on the bottom and I, I just notice this grandpa get up and start going down. And and so I, it was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. If you ever want to make a movie that would be like the scarier than Freddy Krueger or or Mike Myers or anything it would just be called old man walking down rickety bleachers he's he's got nothing to hold on to. He probably walks with a cane, you know with tennis balls on it in real life, he's coming down that thing, and I feel like I gotta reach out and grab him every step dude he's he's you think my steps are steps of faith he's committing he's he's he looks like he's gonna fall through and um Anyway, I'm just glad he did make it. I want to go ahead and let everybody know. All you folks oh, at home,
2: on the edge of my seat. Yeah,
1: he did make it to the to the ground. He is alive today. <laughs> um, but old man walking down stinking bleachers, scariest thing in the known universe. I, I I challenge people at home to write in something that is you know scarier than that to witness. I mean, I'm a person that cares about other people. You know. And uh, I don't, I don't want to see him. I just, you know, the old man's back knee could lock up, and then he's pivoting instead of, you know, being able to drop down. Just all kinds of things could go wrong. These yeah. these guys slip in tubs all the time and die. You know, we've talked about that on this show. That would be a terrible thing. But anyway, uh, John, <laughs> this is a I mostly just wanted part. to talk it out. <laughs> just, I,
2: I, it's good. It's good. I feel I, better. I, uh, so you no know, don't fear the bleacher.
1: Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Whoops! I don't have my <laughs> come button. Come on, come uh, on! You know. <laughs> People know. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Um, uh, have I told you before about how my son has unique names for parts of his body? Mm-mm. Okay, so well, James, my youngest, he he calls uh, he calls his nipples ding dongs. Wow. <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think don't, don't it, soften us up. Just fire that one right at us today. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so <laughs> he, nipples right off the did, top. Oh, I family guess kind family of, friendly. What do
2: you? What else could we call them? I mean,
1: dop-dops or whatever your brother just said, or James. or whatever If I said
2: ding-dongs, you would be thinking of something else. That's like true. Hostess cakes or something. Yep. But uh, you know. Okay, so nipples or ding-dongs? Ding-dongs, right? So, uh, In, and I think it's derived from the the fact that we used to, you know. Press them and make the ding dong sound like a doorbell.
1: Oh, right.
3: What?
2: So, well, the other day uh, he was a. Uh, of course, my friend was watching him because Amy and I took off.
3: You're watching your kids, ding dong.
2: <laughs> no, 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 not not the ding dongs. <laughs> he was watching my kid, the whole child, the whole child, Nate. Oh, okay. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> they, him and both a, of
1: his doorbells.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, his doorbells. No, yeah, the the doorbells were covered. See, and um, so. <laughs> Um, My friend has a kid that's the same age as as James. And so they like to hang out and play and stuff. And they're in school together and it's just great. And so I I let them hang out and uh, he's staying with them. So they went out running for a little bit, you know, just just running around the neighborhood. And uh, they're getting in the car. And uh, James says, Hey, I need to make sure my nuts are dry. (laughs) And my friend's like, Wait, what'd you say? (laughs) <laughs> he said, you need to make sure my nuts are dry, <laughs> and um, and it, it, he's just bewildered. Like he, like he, he has him repeat himself like seven times because he he just doesn't think that he's saying that, and he's not even laughing about it. You know, because usually yeah, when a kid says just, something like that, they're laughing. He's business. completely serious. And then um, James's friend says he said his nuts. These <laughs> <You know, laughs> he, he, are both five year olds. You know, funny kids, and they're not laughing about it. They're just being completely serious about it. Like, you know, that's just one of the things. Well, yeah, because the other sure. kids
1: probably just got a thing about, you know, planter's peanuts. And so he yeah. was like, dude, they're make wow. sure they're dry. Time. Yeah.
2: So, so I get this text like, I don't know, this is kind of weird, but, uh your son needs to make sure his nuts are dry. What's that all about? And I said, <laughs>
1: he got a text. I don't
2: know. <laughs> so I said, don't worry about it. Um, the preface so- on that
1: text was three paragraphs, sir. Um, I don't really <laughs> want to offend you <laughs> oh, and I'm not calling your kid weird or anything. And I'm also um, very far away from him right now, but he wanted to ask this question, you know, three messages <laughs> later. Finally, John's like, <laughs> yeah. he's talking about wet nuts. Nah, okay.
2: Anyway. He's talking about something, something. So, so I didn't know what he was talking about because I, I have, wasn't familiar with this. And so I, I, when I got back into town, I, I said, I sat down with. I said, James, what are you talking about? What are your nuts? And he points at his ribs. He said, I need to make my ribs are dry. My nuts right here, my ribs. So he's a little bit confused as far as the geography and location of different parts of his body, I guess. But it, it was quite an entertaining text discussion that i had absolutely in to man i hope they nights. figured
1: that out eventually my i'm just uh i mentioned earlier i'm kind of hefty i was just kind of sympathetically digging in for my nuts and
2: <laughs> i can't <laughs> find them oh
1: my gosh! <laughs> i can't find any <laughs> because of my stomach but uh oh my God, I mean, right up under my arm i think i feel one so it's a weird place <laughs>
2: It's not the one that Eve
3: took, is it? Oh, I don't know. That's a Bible story joke. Yeah, yeah. Creation. Ugh. (laughs) Your kid either has weird names for things, or he's a comedic genius. Like that's what I was thinking. Time.
2: Yeah, (laughs) because you know he apparently worked out with his friend to be completely serious on this thing. I don't know,
3: but it was it was good. Okay, man. Like you could go back in time and like. You want to finish this
1: playdate up really really funny. (laughs) Okay, listen. You're talk about I'm going nuts. to talk, I'm going to say nuts and get away with it. I'm going to say it like 12 times. Well, I can't do it. Yes, you can if you act like you're confused about what I'm saying. <laughs> What's going to be the payoff? My dad, a week later, I'll tell him I met my ribs, he'll fall for it. <laughs> I'm a homeschool kid. ha ha ha. <laughs> I can do anything <laughs> And then claim stupidity okay.
2: mm, um, <laughs> Yeah that's, uh, Well that's he
1: will be one. a homeschool kid I'm sorry he's well, a pre, Yeah you're right he, He's a he is pre school right now so. he's, right. In,
3: he's in K4
0: Cool,
1: Christian how about you man
3: Well um, I actually had like a super busy week So I actually have like a couple interesting things that happened to me So I'll be super quick And I'll just go in sequential order Alright Paul um, so, the first thing, yeah,, uh, uh, and we can look for the deeper meaning of what I have to say, <laughs> um on Monday, um I just had like kind of a sucky day at work, it was just I don't even remember why it was pointless um but it was just like a bad day. So I was like, I got off work and I was like, who kind of bummed for myself. And Were then I bleachers was
1: bleachers uh, or wet nuts involved. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it was, okay. at, I honestly, I can't remember, but it was just something like probably something happened that took too long or I don't know. It frustrated me. Yeah. So I, I was did. like, had gotten off and I was just sort of feeling bad for myself. And then I was talking to one of my friends and his job, uh, he like he's kind of like a handyman sorta, of, but he like goes into they'll get contracts for like a month and they'll go into like big office building or like apartment complexes. I was talking and to him. Installed trains. R- yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I heard that too.
3: That's my model train kit that I refuse to turn on. All right. Sorry. All right.
1: The Adams family. Dang.
3: It's gonna keep happening. It's
1: Superman, just, Lex Luthor. I'm trying to think of all the even, train references I can put in.
3: It's actually not even one train, it's just several different trains having a race.
1: <laughs> Casey Jones, man, all right, so you were feeling uh, sad you're being a, a an emo kid what in right f-
3: and I was talking to my friend about it. I was just about to tell him what happened. He goes, "Oh hey, I found a dead lady at work today. oh my oh gosh. gosh, yeah, so am I like and i didn't I couldn't tell him that anymore. <laughs> what kind of
1: place does this person work? <laughs>
3: he got like contracted out, so it was just like I guess it was an apartment complex. Oh, and he went in, and there was just a, like a dead lady oh. in his uh, in in her chair in the
1: and drain. That's what's been stopping oh, no. it up.
3: <laughs> oh. And so I've <laughs> been trying to bad. I tried to tell him for like an hour that my day had not been good, but I just couldn't fit it in. <laughs> There's there. There's always that's somebody that's
1: got it worse, you know. You're just like, oh, right. something took a little longer than I wanted. <laughs> That's fine. Right. Somebody died and I found
3: them. I forgot my phone charger at home. My phone was dead for most of the day, so I had to actually work. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible you say. Well, I carried a dead lady down some stairs.
1: Well, I oh. asked him what kind of work he work you did because if he worked like at a mortuary or at a softball park, you know, dead people – Or maybe a more common thing, you
4: know.
3: Right.
1: One of them being, you know, because they're dead and the other because they're walking down. uh, If you worked at a mortuary,
3: he would have to say, I didn't find any dead people at work today. And then Uh, then he'd be sad.
1: He would be bummed out because the business uh, is low, right?
3: uh, I just
1: just felt like that drunk guy that repeats the funny part of your joke like he's given the (laughs) punchline. Just then. Perfect. Uh, Man, well, let's get to it. Uh, first of all, I want to mention letter, letters to com. Our buddy, Paul, he's a, uh, he's a rock star, and he happens to be a dad. And uh, with his son, he's discovering truths about life, family, and faith. And he expresses these through a series of letters written to his son. He started them way back before the boy was even born. They're awesome. Check them out today at LettersToLewis.com. And uh, enjoy Paul and his deep thoughts uh, on our other show, uh, Movie Beatdown, moviebeatdown.com. Because yeah. that's what we were talking about just a minute ago. It's time for some featured stories. Yeah. That's right. Justin from who he says, who's not from uh, Poo Y'all Up, Washington. He says, but mm-hmm. James gets two points if he says it correctly. So I, I tried to say Poo, poo Y'all Up. It's so apparently a real place in Washington. Uh, this story is called Snap, Crackle, Pop. It's from Justin. He says, the pastor of the church I went to in the past owned some land and he converted it into a camping ground. And then he strung himself up and he fell and his intestines <laughs> spurted it over the ground. Oh, sorry. Some bleaches. Got it confused with somebody in the Bible that bought some land. <laughs> for 30 pieces of silver? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe he didn't. Maybe he just threw it down to the feet of the guys. We don't know. The, anyway, the pastor of the church owned some land, converted it to a campground for the church um, to give kids camps, youth events, and et cetera. After it had not been used for some time, the youth group went up, myself included. The first thing we went to do was – uh, the first thing I went to do was use the nearest porta potty. I went in and then I exited – and I used the further one. Uh, I then let everyone know that they too should use the further one. Um, sounds like a movie. Uh, which was nicer to use. Um, the first one I went to, into, however, wasn't particularly dirty. It was just the fact that the inside of the bowl was a mass of wriggling, snap, crackling, and popping maggots. who were feasting on the leavings of the previous camping season. (laughs) Gross. Uh, Then the poo turned into flies and flew away.
0: Actually, Mm -hmm.
1: actually, someone just poured poop sanitizing chemicals. Is there such a thing? You can sanitize it? I think you can kind of neutralize it, but it's not like it's something you'd start cleaning things with. Anyway, (laughs) poop sanitizing (laughs) chemicals. Says into the receptacle and prevented someone else from getting a funny feeling while sitting at the wrong time. Boy, that's a, uh, that sounds yeah. like another movie—a scary movie where you're sitting there and you're you're pooping on other people's poop, which is just grosser than gross. It's grosser than gross. sitting on a warm toilet seat, you know. And right. uh, and then flies come flying up and infest you. Oh my goodness, that would be terrible.
2: That's that is that is a nightmare. That's I don't even want to think about that.
1: it. Would be called. Um, the nearest one, the nearest one. <laughs> instead That's of the further tight. one, it'd be called the nearest one. It's, uh, yeah, one. it's, uh, it's called outhouse in the woods. And then when you fall <laughs> through, it's really, um, computers and stuff underneath. All right. Oh, or the
3: poop flies. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, I just, uh, I just don't like those. I don't like the modern version. Why are they all blue? Is there just a rule that we're just going to yeah. make it the color of toilet water from an airplane? I don't know. I once saw a greeting from Jesus on a on a porta potty. It was obviously a Christian owned business, and um, yeah. and I, I didn't like that. It was it's likened into finding a a, a track on the back of a toilet seat. <laughs>
3: Have
1: it's a like, nice day. My testimony begins with a porta potty. Anyway. If you were
2: um, at home, you'd be happier. Yeah, for sure. That's the only thought I can think of if I have to use one of those things.
1: No joke. No joke. I will get sick and die before I can use one of those things, but it's another story. Um, We got a voicemail from SpeakPipe, or via SpeakPipe. Brittany Brown's name is not SpeakPipe. (laughs) 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 realized how I made that sound. Um, It's called Bloody Bathroom,
2: of all things. Oh, no. Yeah. This is a Halloween episode, isn't
0: it? Hi, I'm Brittany Brown from Bunny Lake, Washington, a little town, you know, tucked away somewhere near the Puget Sound. Anyways, I was listening to your vacation uh, story, and I was reminded of this time that something terrible happened when I was on a kind of vacation. I was actually on a choir trip in Austria, and we were performing. And we were performing the next night there. In so London? So I go back to my hotel room with a couple of my roommates, and I get a bloody nose, like, random out of the blue. And so mm. I'm covered in blood, so I have to go take a shower. So I go <laughs> to take a shower and alert my roommate, hey, I have to lock the door. Like, no duh. And I get undressed and I start playing music on my phone, because being a teenager and all, you gotta play music. So Getting I step weird. into the so. bath, and... I want to take a shower, but they don't have any shower curtain and All they have is like a freaking nozzle. And I don't know if you've ever been to Europe or not, but.
1: <laughs> yep, I have.
0: In that country the bathtubs are so high up like you literally have to like bring up your leg into it it's crazy so I step in and I turn on the faucet and it has so much power and it's so freaking hot that I drop it it starts to spray everywhere and burns me in the process so I have to step out and there's no bath towel or no bath mat and I step out and I slip I hit my hip on the sink and then I hit my head on the bathtub rim and next thing I know I hear people like banging on the door trying to get in and <laughs> I realized I'm covered in blood. I bashed my head open and I immediately awesome. turned off the water, got on a towel and opened up the door and just the look on my roommates faces was priceless. Scary. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> it actually kind of made me laugh considering like that I was dying on the bathroom floor in a foreign country. So they got the chaperones and I was taken to the hospital around 1am that night. <laughs> <laughs> and they did get me stitched up, um, but no one there spoke English, so it was really kind of frightening. And they came out with, with a staple gun, and they put two staples in my head. Oh, and I think that was like oh, one oh, of the most no. scariest things I was in my life. I honestly so did. the next day, I wake up, and I have to go out into Innsbruck with my group. And I had people coming up to me the entire day like, oh, weren't you that girl who fell in the bathtub last night? And I kid you not, I had to tell that story at least 100 times that day um and that's about it thank you for listening i hope you found some enjoyment in my pain and (laughs) i love your guys' show i'm a new listener and i really like it so yeah have a nice night or morning or afternoon whenever you're listening to this (laughs) goodbye
2: (laughs) bloody bad oh my goodness
1: goodness 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 yeah good stuff
2: (laughs) what's the moral of that story james i don't know (laughs) if you're gonna go to austria don't get a bloody nose.
1: Don't get a bloody nose. But just know that if you do, you are literally—and I'm not kidding—going to have to tell it 100 times.
2: Literally, yeah.
1: Literally, freaking. Do you know one time when I was a kid? I, I would say kid. Uh, I was like 16 or something. I got kid. I got taught a moral lesson on why it was okay to say freaking, but not freckin. And I guess, really? it, yeah, it was just that much closer, you know, to this dark word that we were all trying to say. You know, that was the reasoning there. Was, you can't say b-. freak. freak. Freaking. I don't know. It's you know, They say it's the attitude of the heart. And I'm like, well, my heart is basically to say freak. So, you know, but um, okay, whatever, whatever. I, I just love that imagery though of of her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she, you know there's a knock on the door and she's just she's just got she looks like something out of a horror movie you know? yeah <laughs> she's That's like frightening i
2: would have been scared
1: i've got to clean myself up well there's there's a great commercial out there about a guy and and he he uh he spills like spaghetti sauce on his cat and he and he has a knife in his hand and he picks up the cat and then his wife walks in <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. it's something like that and it's just that moment there where you're like this is not what it looks like
3: but um, ah! i can't decide if it's funnier to imagine that all of that happened in like 10 seconds or in like 15 minutes you know what i mean <laughs> like how quickly she closed the door and came back out well, Again, i guess decide if it would be funny if she shut it and was like bam bah,
1: have either bah. of you been in one of those type of bathrooms or showers she's talking about christian you have yeah. We had yeah, one of those have. in uh, in Ireland. It was a good foot up off the floor. It wasn't, but you know, it was a squat little thing. You know, it was, mm-hmm. a, but it was, I guess, a bathtub.
3: You, you I felt like uh, the guy from Elf, buddy, when he <laughs> <Yeah. seven. laughs> I couldn't figure no out shower how
1: curtain. It, it did have a shower uh, curtain. Yeah, I don't
3: no. remember that. Hers didn't,
2: right?
1: No, no, it's weird. Man, very odd. But uh, this one's called. Um, uh, this is Dean Owens from Nothing, Arizona. <clears throat> Real place. Uh he's not from there though. Uh feeding time. It says, Your story reminded me of when I came over to our youth pastor's home. And since we were such good friends, oh, he's talking about my uh story of walking in on a woman feeding her child in a in a uh in a hospital setting. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Those ceiling tiles up there really yeah. neat. Yeah,
1: I literally said the ceiling is nice. Um, but anyway, it says, uh, I was over at the youth pastor's house, and since we're such good friends, we could always just love on their kids. <laughs> See where this is going, anyone? <laughs> so their new baby, the third one, was sweetly in the arms of his mom. I came around the couch quickly and kissed baby number three on the head, not realizing until my lips hit her precious little scalp that she was currently breastfeeding at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you, when I first read this, I was really, really sweating, not realizing until my lips hit her precious little scalp. (laughs) No! Nice word placement, Dean. So she was uh, feeding the kid. I was uncomfortably close to what I am sure was interpreted as a Freudian slip. Yeah, we call them something slips too, but uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, says the deep shade of embarrassment and red and awkward babbling of "uh oh uh oh uh, uh," hit quickly, and their laughter overcame any destruction of the friendship. So.
3: Mm. Ding dong slip. <laughs>
1: You win. Yes. You win the show. You win. Uh, I'm not
2: even going to. I'm not even going to. Yes.
3: What a terrible name for a baby, though. (laughs) Baby number three. (laughs) Baby number three. Kiss baby number three. And
1: and the other two, apparently, you know, they're 15 and 19, but they're baby one and baby two.
3: Like, it's like a game show. Like, do you want door number one? Do you Mm. want. Baby number one. Well, when you're adopted
1: oh, by the cat in the hat, you know,
3: you got to right. mm.
1: go with what you're given. So, <laughs> <laughs> Baby number three. Put on the red pajamas and get in line. Shut up. Put the blue. Or maybe red. the
2: baby's name was hashtag three oh. because we are in a new generation. That's true. Mm. That Try used me. to be
1: the number symbol until recently.
2: Yeah. Or pound. Yeah. Now it's just hashtag.
1: That's right. Um, Zane from Arkansas uh, writes in one of the best stories we've had. In, in a while, I enjoyed reading it, and I can't wait to share it. So uh, I called it "Hose the Devil Off," or actually, he, yeah, I did. I can't remember if he named it or not. I think maybe he did. No, I did. My family and I lived in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Salvation Army's Officer Training College, where my I don't parents know that's at. really, yeah, you ever been passed there? Passed
2: by it every day on the way to work. Sweet.
1: Uh, they say it's an officers' training college where my parents were, of course, training to be officers. Well, down the hall from our apartment lived a family who had a demon child. Mm. There's always one in every religious setting. Uh, for the sake of NL cast nostalgia and because it is a uh, fitting title, let's call him Lucifer. We'll, we'll yes. allow it this time. I usually change it when people put the that kind of stuff in because I'm tired of it. But <laughs> <laughs> Let's call him Lucy. Let's go, Lucifer. Uh, but Lucifer was that kid, the one who hit others for no reason and was always hyperactive, always causing trouble, and never disciplined. Yeah, me and me and uh, John know about those kids, don't we?
2: <laughs> and no, I don't have any like that in my children's ministry. Not a
1: single one. I, <laughs> not in thirteen years did I ever see a single one of those kids. Now, four or five, yeah, but. <laughs> it never won by itself, though. <laughs> never. Uh, they always travel in a pack. Uh, one time, he even tried poking my two-month-old brother with a sharp stick just for the heck of it. It was baby two. While his mother watched, and she did nothing, and my mom had to stop him. One Sunday afternoon after church, I was playing with the super soaker, and I happened to see Lucifer, who had run off after church to cause some trouble. Because he didn't want to take time to change after church, he was still wearing his full Sunday clothes and even a tie. He, deci- I decided it was time for some retribution for all the misery he had caused for <laughs> trying to hurt my little brother. With a fully loaded tank of water, I went after Lucifer and attacked. He wasn't the smartest kid ever, so instead of running to the nearby, apart- nearby apartment building, he simply ducked behind the bushes and trees. He kept whining. That, he, that uh, he would get in trouble if all his clothes got wet, but i didn't care, besides, there were several other kids cheering me on, so I emptied the water tank on him, and finally what he finally wised up and went inside a few minutes later. Lucifer came back out, still his wet clothes, his mom by his side, and my mom by hers. My mom and lucifer's mom both scolded me. My mom took my super soaker and went back inside and After scolding. <clears throat> After scolding again, Lucifer's mom went back inside, taking the soggy orc baby with her. Love that. (laughs) Needless to say, I was mad about getting in trouble for simply trying to administer justice. However, shortly after the dwarf goblin and his mother went back inside, my mother came back out uh, the side door of the building, super soaker in hand. She walked up to me, handed me the toy, said, good job. And yes. went back inside.
2: <laughs> best mom ever.
1: If there's a moral, I guess it would be: super suckers are the best weapon against brats that everybody hates,
2: especially if they're filled with
1: pee. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> the boy that can fly. Yeah, <laughs> and Ethan Nicole. That's true. That's true. Everybody hates. Oh, I I never. That's part of my parenting uh direction in life is to not have that kid you know some people don't want to have the stinky kid yeah i, I don't the want the kid that everybody boy. hates you know that, that they literally want to run him over so
2: you mean your brothers <laughs> <laughs> i i'm just gonna say man yeah you, my brothers when, when your brothers were little they were everybody was afraid of them
1: they were, were they really that bad? I, my job was, did you see me mix or mingle with them at all in, in when we were together, like at church or anything? I think, I think you distanced yourself exactly. from most of them, exactly, pretty well. Yeah. I remember one time one of the guys at church, uh, was freaking out about my kids, my brother's behavior. They were nine and 10 years younger than I was at the time. So six and five, you know, um, or maybe even a tiny bit younger, but uh, he he called them brats, and my mom lost it, and she's like, "You did not talk to." He's like, "They are brats," and she goes, "Well, I know it, but you don't need to say it." <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, your it was
2: probably my stepdad that said that, wasn't it?
1: No, 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 it was not. It was Brandon's dad. Oh, <laughs> so who is he to you? <laughs> I know he stayed he in the always. family. Your sister, no, your sister's husband's dad. That my was
2: sister's him. father-in-law.
1: Mm-hmm. Him and him and your and his wife would wear matching outfits
3: because <laughs> they
2: would <laughs> sing was, together. It was really funny when it was a dress. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't say <laughs> the style yeah. match, but the cloth definitely did. It was good stuff. Um, <laughs> so yeah my my brothers were the kids everybody hated. Just, that's the point John wanted to make here.
2: We didn't hate them. We just kept our distance. Liked from it them. better when they were in a different room.
1: Yeah, and and people that are long term listeners to nobody's listening, you know. Remember David, my youngest brother, and we, you know, we we made good. good. Yeah, <laughs> it good. Go stuff. look
2: up the episode on the boys. That's that'll be a good.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, Sarah from Santa Clara, California. Uh, it's called the Stinky Foot. She says, uh, this story was written by my nine-year-old daughter, Isabel, who loves your show. So here it goes. All right. So this is right from a nine-year-old. I have a nine-year-old daughter. So Uh respect the story. We used to live in Salt Lake City, Utah. One day, we went to this place called Gardner Village. Me, me and my mom came with my three-year-old Amelia, my little sister, my grandma, my great-grandma, and my dad. Mom and me split up with the rest of the group to go to a store. So they all cut themselves in half and walked into a store, I suppose. Then we went across (laughs) a small bridge and heard a squawk. And now I know that's normal because there are tons, and I mean tons, of seagulls around. And then we saw something fall from the sky. It fell on my sandal. At first, I didn't know what it was. It was new. I could feel something warm and squishy. We looked down, Mm. and a gooey, yellow-green-brown mess greeted us. (coughs) Three colors that should never be mixed together. No. We ran to the bathroom. That was the sound Mm. it made. Stop. We (laughs) we, We made it, but my foot had a horrible smell. I kept smelling it. I don't know why. We were grossed out trying to clean it up with paper towels, but couldn't get between the toes, so we had to use my tongue. Ah, come on. Stop
3: it. That's really gross.
1: I made it up. I made it up. Uh, We cleaned it up the best we could, and then we used our fingernails to scrape out the rest of it, and then I had to use my teeth to scrape it out from under my fingernail. I'm just kidding again. I'm just imagining (laughs) what my daughter would go. (laughs) So we cleaned it up as I could. And then we went back to our group and told them about what happened. Everyone was grossed out, but thought it was funny. Love the show. uh, This is mom again. The new name is awesome. Keep up the good work. Thanks. She would love to hear this on the show sometime. So Isabel, I hope you enjoyed your story. Feel free to send in more. Yes. As long as it doesn't
2: involve gooey, yellow, green, brown yeah, we, messes. we
1: don't like gross stuff if you can't tell. It makes us almost throw up. So, it
2: makes you almost throw up.
1: <laughs> I are, did throw up.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, you can pause, mute it. I'm sorry. You mute the uh, show and then throw up and then come back. Um, There's a voicemail from Jill. It's called Godzilla.
4: Hi, my name is Jill, and I'm from Mount Olive, Illinois, and I have a story for old Nobody's Listening Show or the new uh, That Story Show. Well, I like old um,
1: Nobody's Listening when Show.
4: When my kids were younger, they had it's a good. friend a that name. was homeschooled. You guys talk about homeschool kids a lot. Yeah, we do. And she came over to our house one day, and I happened to be watching Godzilla on the TV. Um, and she came in. Now, her family was really particular, wouldn't let their kids watch a lot of TV, so she didn't pay much attention, but she did say... Uh, you're watching a movie about a dinosaur? And I said, yeah, it's Godzilla. And she says, uh, I know what God is, but what's Zilla? And I said, what do you mean, what's Zilla? And she says, well, I don't understand. And I said, the monster's name is Godzilla. And that kind of satisfied her. Okay. Hope that made you laugh. Bye. <laughs> Godzilla.
1: Uh, I should have played this. Sorry. A homeschool family. Uh, yeah. I'm deaf now. I can't hear anything, but <clears throat> now that was the homeschool report. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Godzilla was, I remember that was a big shock for me too. Um, I, yeah. I mean, anything with, you know, God in front of it, obviously, obviously meant the man upstairs. And then Zilla just meant uh, spikes in a tail. You know, and I just couldn't. <laughs> God, that spikes in a tail. That's what Zilla means, in my opinion. Is, is spikes in a tail. So you could add that to anything. Bridezilla, you know, Podzilla, anything mm. like that. Spikes in the tail. Happens every time.
2: Um, I think of Zilla as something you scrub dishes with.
1: Oh, you're thinking you're thinking a, a Zillow.
2: Zillow. Brillo.
1: Oh, that's right. That's Look
2: right. Look at how we broke that down into three steps there. That was brilliant, guys.
1: Hey. <laughs> what? You're thinking Zillow, a popular internet service. All right. Uh, another homeschool report.
4: A homeschool family.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know why it was so loud, because I had it turned up so loud for Godzilla, lady. Okay. This is uh, from J.B. Christensen from North Carolina. I call this little Mr. Cheese guy. Um, by the way, I want to preface this by saying that J.B. Christensen is a homeschooler and he, uh, he had never had a television at home. He says, when I was younger, my mother took me to Red Robin rather frequently. As you may know, one of the unique things about Red Robins, they have televisions. And uh, this one was set, one of the TVs was set to a cartoon. As a homeschooler, I knew very little about any cartoons other than Blue's Clues, Veggie Tales, and Winnie the Pooh until I turned 16. Um, I was watching the television when a little yellow hunk of cheese walked on the screen. Looking back, <laughs> I think I saw my mother facepalm for the first time right then. Unsure of who this little fellow was, and by the way, in, in that day, for, for homeschool people, Christian folks or otherwise, uh, he was the devil. Uh, <laughs> this little yellow hunk of, hunk of cheese was the devil. Of cheese, I, it's Swiss cheese, right? Um, I He would be, I suppose. I defended uh, a teenager to his mom and to her crazy psycho Christian friend one time as a pastor and got told that I was full of the devil. <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay. Whoa. Well, there's no hope for you then because everybody knows pastors are better. Um, anyway, so Unsure of who this fellow was, I promptly named him Little Mr. Cheese Guy as I watched him carry on the exact type of cheese that served as his body was made evident because as he sat in the theater, a green cloud arose from his square pants, (laughs) 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 causing great discomfort to those seated around him. My mind instantly calculated that he must be made of Limburger cheese because Limburger cheese is smelly. This was an embarrassing conclusion in retrospect, seeing how Limburger <laughs> is white, not yellow. Whoa. Thank you. Earn your
2: cheese.
1: Earn that that homeschool title. I shared this revelation with my mother, who only shook her head and smiled at my cleverness. Shut up and eat your burger. <laughs> <laughs> Finish your homework. Uh, well, I need not tell you that my little Mr. Cheese guy was none other than Spongebob. And the green cloud, of course, was a <laughs> fart, yes so i can just this 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 day that he finally put it all together this little look of wonder over his face there's a meme out there of a guy in a like a mosh pit with this this look on his face like he's just figuring something out for the first time that's the face uh the (laughs) the ironic part of this story is that a few weeks later back at red robin our server asked me if i like this thing called spongebob unsure If he was trying to say Bob the Tomato, because at the time I still didn't know the dude's name, I hesitated with, um, at which point my mother saved my innocence by stating how we did not have a television at home. It, uh, (laughs) it took me many years to realize just who, uh, had been, who I'd been watching on those televisions at Red Robin. So, uh, thank you for the homeschool report, uh, J.B. Kirstensen. Tell you.
2: Mr. Cheese.
1: There is no way in, in, um, in the English language to express the idea of not, we don't have a TV without sounding like a complete butthead. (laughs) (laughs) I know it. (laughs) Um, Like we didn't have cable. We had TVs, but we didn't have cable for like eight years. And you know, we'd be at church or somewhere, you know, I was a pastor talking about stuff and like, Oh, we don't have cable. And I'm like, Oh, it sounded terrible. And then they get all defensive. Well, yeah, we wouldn't have it either. Except it came as this plan. I'm like, no, no, I'm not saying that. We just watch TV online. (laughs) We're just really (laughs) hip and cool. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, I wasn't judging you. It's like have Netflix. It's the same thing when you when you're at church and you're talking about movies. You know, it's like, hey, have you seen Maleficent? Oh no, 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 that's a terrible movie. Oh, I know, I shouldn't have said it. No (laughs) one, I heard it was bad. Oh, I know, it's just got (laughs) swear words and magic and oh, the devil. No, no. (laughs) So you always have to explain everything. Backpedaling. Christian knows what I'm talking about, man. He's lived that life. And oh my goodness! I got in trouble one time
3: because I drew a gun. <laughs> he's a pastor's kid,
1: that. yeah. Oh.
3: Yeah, I'm telling people. No, I just, you know, I'm I'm in college now, so tell people I don't drink, and they're like, "Oh, well, you know, that's your choice." Well, I guess I'm not 21 yet, but I won't either. And they're always <laughs> they always freak out. I'm like, "No, it's just." We can get into a debate if you want, but it's just because I just don't. Just I mean.
1: don't, yeah. I don't anymore. I quit when I was 12, okay? Dang. <laughs> That's how I got through boys, uh, uh, Royal Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Those cold nights. All right, here we go. Uh, this is the last one. This is from Zoe from Ohio. It's called Nightmare Flies. Me and my family used to go up to Lake Erie every summer vacation just to get away for a little while. One year, we went up during the early months of summer, finally got to Port Clinton in Sandusky. We got in the car, drove a half hour from our hotel. Little did I know that my worst nightmare was waiting there. I have been nicknamed Buggy ever since, or since I was a little kid because of my irrational fear of anything with wings and more than four legs. (laughs) So when we got to Port Clinton, my younger brother pointed out that the sidewalks were covered in something black. That's the catalyst. And we stopped at a restaurant <laughs> to get some lunch. And I was horrified to realize that the black stuff on the ground was hundreds upon hundreds of mayflies. That's a debate. No, nope. break into two. <laughs> no, no. Nope. De- debate still. So, uh, everything had a mayfly, whether alive or dead on it. Uh, Feeling sick, I didn't eat much of my lunch. Break into two. And we got out of the car. Uh, to walk, and when we got out of the car to walk anywhere, uh, fun and games, I walked on my tiptoes <laughs> for the bugs crunched under my feet. If I didn't have my dad carry me, I was only seven after all. Ticking clock, ticking clock. Uh, quite literally, there are so many mayflies sometimes that snow plows are needed. No, yeah, that's midpoint. Just last year. We returned to a small rented college, cottage by the lake. That evening, um, we had our porch light on, and guess who came back to haunt me? B story. The mayflies swarmed <laughs> around the porch light. Now I don't know if you know anything about mayflies. I have. I don't know anything. I looked them up, and they look absolutely horrible. I saw them on people's faces. Ooh, it's, it seems no. like they're they're like a tiny version of of uh, what are the locusts? You know. It's like lady, like we have ladybugs in the south, you know, that stick all over your cars and stuff.
3: Love
2: bugs. These things
1: look like a mix between an insect and a and a butterfly. And I know you're gonna say that a butterfly is an insect, but butterflies are special. If they land on you, you don't freak out. But an insect lands on you, buggy does. Yeah, yeah, buggy would. All right. So anyway, um, she says some of the people that around this area can pick up these mayflies by the wings to scare others with. My aunt is one of those people. My aunt. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my aunt found the f- a few mayflies that managed to sneak their way into the cottage and picked them and placed them on me, my brother, my mom, and my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So that's me, my brother, mom. She got four mayflies. That's pretty four good may- for a person four with two hands. That means she had one between two fingers, the other one between the other fingers. She had one between her lips, like, you know, pursed up. And then where did she hide the last mayfly?
2: She's oh. pinching it with her, her eyebrow and her cheek.
1: She, oh, she's got one on her eye. That that ant, I'll tell you what. Let's just say, she says, I didn't sleep well that night, and I might have wrapped myself in blankets uncomfortably. So that, mm. that was break into, break into three, and we didn't get okay. a finale. <laughs> Or a closing In-game image. Finale. Well, we got a closing image, no finale. How about that? Oh, my goodness. If you don't know what we're talking about, you need to be checking out uh, Movie Beatdown because we break down movies, and uh, we enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun, and uh, we do it with a with a formula that is, uh, uh was popularized by Blake Snyder in his book, uh, Save the Cat, which has become the standard for screenwriters, um, and, and it is really awesome. It's really fun. So we take movies we've seen 100 times. And we find whole new things about them, and it's really good. Uh, matter of fact, uh, two days from now, we'll be doing a uh, fan favorite and our favorite, uh, Princess Bride. And, we uh, she- only
3: talk about Bugs and Poop half as much as we have for this show. That's true.
1: <laughs> it hardly ever comes up. And uh, we're going to have special guest Steven Schleicher from um, uh, Major Spoilers join us. He's a, he's a fan of storytelling and, and story format, and so I'm excited about that, so – I hope you guys will check out uh, movie beatdown. Uh and uh, by the way, I, <laughs> you too can send us your true funny life stories, uh, audio or text, like any anything that you heard today, uh that story show at gmail.com. Um, or you can call us 2095 NL Cast and uh, visit the contact page on thatstoryshow.com for more information and helpful tips for getting your stuff read right here on the show. Did you enjoy the show? I hope you did. And if you can support the show for just a quarter a show, that's a dollar a month. If you can't do the math, you know Uh, you'll not only be supporting your favorite funny story podcast, but you'll get access to backer only content and offers. Uh, Visit that slash donate and uh, hook a brother up. You know, if you can, you know, if you've, if you've enjoyed this, you know, help us out. It'd be great. Well, Christian, thanks for joining us today, man appreciate
3: it of course literally anytime
1: and uh, literally. john as always thank you for being there when i when i can do a show
2: <laughs> so thank you for allowing me when i can
1: and, and can't it's it's good one day um i look forward to little giant little james your little james not my little james coming on the show maybe we'll be doing it in another 10 years from now he'll be you know 15 16 <laughs> He'll be able to tell us why he called his ribs nuts. Where he, where he got that from? Maybe he saw somebody hunched over, you know, just in pain.
2: I, I got know. kicked in the
1: nuts. That person said, and your your son said, "Oh man, that's, that's a terrible place to be kicked, right up there in in the chest cavity area."
3: So yeah. close to your ding dong. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's it for us. Thanks for listening. Visit the website at thatstoryshow.com. Join the InnoCast Network Community Facebook group at nlcast.com slash group. It is a lot of fun, a lot of listeners, uh, a lot of people sharing stuff. Go over there and check it out. Facebook, you know, that thing. Follow the show on Twitter, twitter.com slash thatstoryshow. Review the show on iTunes or wherever you found us at thatstoryshow.com slash iTunes. Thanks to our backers. Thanks to Rob Govers for our theme music, our spouses for letting us record, except for Christian, our story contributors, and everyone who listens. And remember, if you come across something crazy, embarrassing, or annoying, whatever is gross, whatever is weird, whatever is just not normal, if it is funny in any way or show worthy, just think, I'm going to call that show. We'll see you guys next time right here. Thank you so much for listening.
2: Dude, where's the English guy?
1: Oh, oh, oh guy. sorry, hold on. <laughs> Visit NLcast.com for other great NL Cast Network shows. You think you think one of these days
0: I'd figure all this stuff out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin-Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off